The Shpola Zayde sat them around a big table and he said to them, You should all know my colleagues that I have a din Torah with Hashem. I'm calling Hashem to a Torah court case. You are going to be the Dayam, you're going to be the judges. And if Hashem's the author of the Torah, he's bound by the Torah lots, right? Why is Hashem not giving them their sustenance? Seder, Seder. Um, everybody. This week's story is connected to last week's parasha, Parashas Nevarim. Talks about uh, in Torah, you're not supposed to take any sides. But anyway, Lois Akiva put on the mishpat. The wife is always right. I never said that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Bashana has, okay, fine. So, this story is also about the Shpala Zayda. Um, oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> are, uh, Okay, so in the third year from when the Shpole Zayde uh, established himself in Shpole, that's why he's called the Shpole Zayde, the Zayde from Shpole, right? Well, before then he was just called Zaydele, but um, yeah, as a kid he was called Zaydele, the story in its own, yeah. So there was a very big hunger, very big famine, and the Yidin in particular had uh, a very hard time with it. They suffered a lot from it. The, the, you know the story? And the, the Shpala Zayda, he, he, he took it upon himself to, to help um, almanis, right, um, widows and poor people and, and, and orphans. So this, this is what he, he did. He was taking care of this. So imagine in a year there's famine, he had a specifically hard time to take care of them. He was like a father to these people. And so he, he really couldn't, uh, he couldn't handle it. And he, he had you know, people knocking on his doors all the time asking for help, many women and children. And it really, really got to him. And, and there were some days where he was so distressed and was trying so hard to help these people that all he ate himself was, was some bread and some tea. That's all he had. Many, many days. And this famine spread throughout Russia and it affected many, many uh, communities, many Jewish communities. Many tzaddikim sent letters to the Shpala Zayde that he should, you know, make a tumult in the higher world to be mevatel this, this decree of, of a famine. Because the Shpalzeda was known to be a Malumud Minisim. He was, uh, you know, miracles was something that happened in his backyard. So the Shpalzeda sent letters to 10 of the greatest Tadikim of the time. Amongst them, he sent, amongst those Tadikim were Reb Zushim Anipali, Reb Yaakov Shimshin from Shepetovka, which I'm going to be honest, I never heard of this, but that's not a surprise. <laughs> and Reb Zev Mizitomir. Reb Zev of Zitomir, yeah. And others, so these were amongst the 10 people, and he said that they should all come to Shpalzeda. He said that they should all come to and after they came, the Shpala Zayde sat them around a big table and he said to them, You should all know my colleagues that I have a din Torah with Hashem. I'm calling Hashem to a court case. I'm calling God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a little Yeah. To hear that from like a Yeah, yeah, no. He was. If Hashem's the author of the Torah, he's bound by the Torah lots, right? I just want to make sure I heard you right. That's all. And I'm making you, you are going to be the Dayan, you're going to be the judges. Now, even though normally a person, right, the person who is the, the, the plaintiff, right, the one who's being Tevea, mm -hmm. yes, the yes, plaintiff is a Tevea. And, and then the defendant is the, right. So even though the plaintiff normally, according to Allah, has to go to the place of the defendant, since there's no place in this world that Hashem is not, so therefore Hashem's here. And especially in a place where you have ten yidin, and not just any ten yidin, but the ten daily out there, so for sure Hashem's presence is here, so therefore we can do the dinter over here. So they all daven together in, as a minion, and they really daven with a lot of kavanah and with, and with a lot of crying, and, and, and with a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, they really poured their hearts out. 
the story here it's saying even a wall a wall on the, even a stone on the wall would have melted from hearing their their, their prayers and after that the Shpolazid told his Mishamish told his uh, <clears throat> servant or his assistant right he told his his <laughs> the Shpolazid tells his assistant to call, uh, to to announce in this lashon at the instruction of this holy assembly that is that is here I'm announcing and I'm letting letting it be known that Reb Leib ben Rachel, Reb Leib the son of Rachel, which by the way, interesting, because Reb Leib Saras is Reb Leib the son of Saras. So according to this, Reb Leib Saras and, and, and his fellow Zid are not the same person. Mm. According to this, Reb Leib Saras and his fellow Zid are not the same person. If you're saying Reb Leib is Reb Leib ben Rachel, it's not the same person. But again, that's not necessarily a very big Maybe detail of the story. Oh, sorry, I mean. Stop, it's just... opinion is the same person? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, so I'm... I, I'm but, but, uh, anyway, that's his mother-in-law. <coughs> Reb Leib no. That's his mother's name, I believe. <coughs> so, basically... Sorry, so, so, so he says that he's, call, that, he's, that he's announcing and he's letting it be known that Reb Leib and Rachel is being Tevea. He's, he's uh, calling Hashem to Din Torah. And the Din Torah is going to happen in this room in three days. And all the three days from that moment leading up until the fourth day, Right, which then would be the, the Dintera, they were all fasting and they all davened together in the minion and no other person was allowed to come into this room. And when the fourth day came, they all sat and they all sat davening, they were they had a talis and tefillin. The Shpalazeda instructed that the Dintera should start. And he started. What does he say like this? He says in the name of all the women and all the children of the Jews of Russia, I am demanding that Hashem should come to a Dintera. Why is Hashem not giving them their sustenance. Why did he make a, 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 uh, a famine that would destroy them, chas shalom, right? It says in the Torah, that the Yidin are my servants. And, and it says in Yechezkel, this I'm not sure what it means. Maybe I, I'll put something at the end of the video to, to explain it or I'll put it in the middle, but I have to look at this Pasuk. But basically it's saying, Kalemar saying, that the Yidin are Hashem's servants forever. Right? There's nothing, you can't, there's, you can't change it. They're forever Hashem's uh, servants. And even if you're going to, meaning, even if you're not going to consider them Hashem's children, let's say you're just going to consider them as his servants. That means every single Jew has the din at least of an Eved Ivri, of a Jewish servant. And a Jewish servant you have the obligation to give his wife and children sustenance. And right, it's in the Mechilt of the Medrash and the Gemara, it is Paskin. That a master is obligated to give sustenance to the, right, to the, to the wife and the, and the children of the servant. So, how could Hashem not follow his enterah? And I know that the prosecutor is going to say that from Hashem's side that the Avadim are not really serving Hashem. The right way, and they're not serving Hashem completely. But on this, I have two answers. Number one, where do you find an halacha that because the fact that the, that the servant is lazy, therefore his wife and children should lose out? Number two, the fact that the servants are not serving Hashem is why because it's the it's the it's the master's fault, it's Hashem's fault. Why? Because Hashem gave them a, 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 a yitzhara. Who, and Yitzhara is always convincing them to do to go the other way, to, to, to do the wrong things. But I'm ready to swear that if Hashem took away the Yitzhara of every single Jew. That they would serve Hashem completely and with a full heart. Now, when 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 the Shpolazid finished saying his his piece, the rest of the tzaddikim over there, who were the judges, they looked into the halacha and they and after a few moments, they said, altogether, they announced, justice is with Rebbeim ben Rachel, the Shpolazid. Hashem is obligated, no matter what, to 
get to sustain the wives, the Jewish wives and their sons and daughters. And just like the basin down here were maskim to this halacha, so too the basin shalmaila should also. And they said it three times, right? Just like by Hatar Sadarim, you say three times. And uh, afterwards, the Spolazay, they said, taught, said to bring some mashke and some sweet, sweet uh, refreshments. And they all said l'chaim together and they made a, 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 a suda together and they all went to their homes that, that evening. Five days had not passed, not even five days had passed, and the Russian government let it be known that they're starting to bring stuff from Siberia. Tens of thousands, hundreds of, th of thousands uh, of, of uh, grains, wheat and all different types of grains. And, and the truth is they already had so much stuff there, but the only problem was they didn't have ways to bring it. They didn't have proper roads to bring it, so it was stuck there. But they had just found a way to bring it. They just found a way that they could bring it over no problem. And what happened, the moment this was let, this was let known, Everybody who was charging so much money for their stuff, now all the prices went down because there's more newer, fresher stuff coming. And so right away, within five days, the prices went down and everyone was able to afford. And after a month, all the new tvua came and for the, in that year, the entire year was just, uh, everything was, was uh, there was plenty and, and, and the prices went down. Anyway, this is the story of the Shpalazeda. Last, last two weeks ago, we said a story of the Shpalazeda which was uh, coming from a, a tzad of Gvura. Right? And here is the opposite. The, the Shpalzeda made sure to, to, to worry about all of the and We should see uh, miracles in our lives just like this. We should see greater miracles. We should see the ultimate miracle where finally Hashem will take us out and not treat us only like servants but like His dear children that we are. Agutavach everybody. Thank you for joining and we'll see you next week. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that story. Every single week on Notei Shabbos, we say another story. So please come back and stay tuned.